Welcome to Rama for Today. And uh, I said, no, no, uh-uh. I'm not going to put anything down. I'm not going to put a dime in it. Somebody's going to let me have one, and I'm just going to start paying it out right, like rent. I'm not going to put a dime in it. One fellow offered me one for $300 down. Most of them was more than that, you understand. They want about a fourth or a third down. Finally, this one fellow would give me one for $100 down because he's a Christian. No, I know. So I'm preaching up in the Bay Area of California up at San Leandro in a little full gospel church. And I said that to the pastor. I'm, I'm going to buy me a travel trailer so on. And he said, oh, uh, mention a man's name over at San Jose. I know him. He said, he's in that business. And said, he lets preachers have them that way all the time just to help them. So he just got on the phone, phoned over there from San Leandro, long distance, and, and the man was there. And he, he knew him, but the man couldn't replace him right away. And he said, well, I'm pastor over here, so-and-so gave his name. And then he said, uh, Brother Kenneth Hagin's here, and he's wanting to... He said, Kenneth Hagin from Texas? He said, yeah. He said, put him on the phone. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagin wraps up his teaching on the Prayer of Agreement, Part 1. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagin for today's message. Well, I got my testament. I saw it like Wigglesworth. I read later Wigglesworth said, I never considered myself fully dressed. I didn't have my testament or my Bible on my person somewhere. I had my testament in this shirt pocket. It's summertime. I just had on a sports shirt. But I just recently got my wisdom on the street light there on the corner and opened in Matthew 18, 19. Now, what kind of prayer is going to work here? Well, this will work because there's two of us involved, aren't we? Amen? And so we just stood right there and agreed. And I said, now, how soon you need that? He said, well, I'm going to have to have it in 10 days or else I've lost the job. I said, okay, you'll have it in 10 days. Tenth day, got it. Glory to, God. Glory to God. Now, I never had any occasion to use that verse over a long period of time. If I had, I'd have used it. Amen. Amen. But I'm holding a meeting then years later in... in, in uh, Plainview, Texas. And I'd start the meeting over in about the middle of November. And I knew because I'd been on the field holding a meeting. You can run right up to Christmas time if you get a, a, a good move of the Spirit going in a meeting and read it going. If you don't, you can't because everybody gets, you know, holiday minded. It's just impossible. You've got to start around the 1st of December. If you wait to the second week of December, you're too late. Well, I here I'm in the middle. I didn't accept anything but for three weeks, so I'm here for three weeks. And that'll take me through the first week of and I, I have a tentative engagement. But the parents said to me, Brother Hagin, I wish you'd just stay, you know, I mean before we run our time out, we're in the midst of I wish you'd just stay with us right on through till Christmas time. We ran a six weeks meeting. I said, Okay, I contact the next meeting, I said to you, just put it on, I'll come immediately after Christmas. Fine. But now he said to me, there's only one thing, if you won't accept under these circumstances, he said, you see, our people, he's in Plainview, Texas, and he had these big farmers all around. Some of them run sections of land. They run, they'd run hundreds of acres. 
and they'd built them a new church. They made one payment a year. They didn't make monthly payments, see, because they'd wait till the cotton was king. And he said, we designate December of every year, every Sunday night offering goes to meet this mortgage payment on their building, you see. We make one payment a year. So I have to take the offering up every Sunday in December. And then I'll, I'll take you an offering up. And it may hurt your offering. See, that's, you know, that is a possibility. So if you want to stay, I said, that's all right. I believe God because God was moving and I felt it'd be good just to stay put. So I wrote my wife. Now we did, like I said to you before, you know, we, we didn't, you know, the, you, you come up with a telephone. In my day, a telephone was a luxury, not, not a necessity. We didn't have a telephone. And then after we did, we never made a call, long-distance call, unless we had to. I mean, some folks just calling all the time, running up $100 bill, and then wondering why God won't bless them. Well, he don't bless extravagance. I believe in living well. I believe God said if you be good and obedient, you eat good in the land. But I don't believe God meant for us just to waste money on ourselves or church or ministry or anything else. I might just preach a little here or meddle or do something. I don't believe God just said, I believe he wants to bless you and you to have good things, but I don't think he wants you. I know, I'll take that thing out, I know. He don't want you just to go in debt and buy everything your little beady eyes rest on. <laughs> then get in a mess. Get a bad name, especially if you're a preacher working for God, can't pay your bills. I know I've been around a long time. A fellow said to me one time, I was a, my wife and I traveled, we stayed in motels, we were holding meetings in churches. Like I said, we'd stay, I'd never accept a meeting less than three weeks, stay four, five, six. And you just get tired of being shut up in a motel room for all that length of time. And back in those days, you got to understand, we didn't have all the nice motels we have now. And very seldom did they ever have one that they got a, a restaurant or a cafe in connection with it. And you had to get up and dress and go off down the street somewhere to get to a restaurant or a cafe or something, you know. So we decided to get a little travel trailer. We'd be more comfortable, and so we did. Well, I kept looking around for them, did look around, check out on this one, check out on that one. Even went to the factories where they were built and finally settled on one. Different place where we go, I'd talk to different dealers, run into some Christian men, and they'd say, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. Ben, is it you? know, you're in the ministry. I'll let you just a $100 down and just, you know, they had financial terms, and just pay it out like rent. Be much cheaper than a motel, you know, a whole lot. I mean, you could make a monthly payment, what you would, of course, motels were cheaper then, but what it cost you for a week in a motel. And uh, I said, no, no, uh-uh. I'm not going to put anything down. I'm not going to put a dime in it. Somebody's going to let me have one, and I'm just going to start paying it out right, like rent. I'm not going to put a dime in it. One fellow offered me one for 300 down. Most of them was more than that, you understand. They want about a fourth or a third down. Finally, this one fellow would give me one for a hundred dollars down because he's a Christian. I said, no, I know. So I'm preaching up in the Bay Area of California up at San Leandro in a little full gospel church. And I said that to the pastor. I'm, I'm, you're going to buy me a travel trailer and so on. 
And he said, oh, uh, mention a man's name over at San Jose. I know him. Said he's in that business. And said he lets preachers have them that way all the time just to help them. So he just got on the phone, phoned over there from San Leandro, long distance, and, and, and the man was there. And he, he knew him, but the man couldn't replace him right away. And he said, well, I'm pastor over here, so-and-so gave his name. And then he said, uh, Brother Kenneth Hagin's here, and he's wanting to, he said, Kenneth Hagin from Texas? He said, yeah. He said, put him on the phone. <laughs> so I got on the phone, he said, praise God. Brother, he said, I was healed in your meeting of incurable heart condition. Yeah, come on over, we got one for you. So we went over. Well, he didn't handle a particular brand of trailer I wanted. He had all kinds, three or four there. But these fellas, well, he said, I'll get it for you. I'll get it for you. Because I'm getting trailers all the kind, you know, for, for other trailer companies. You know what I mean? People had trailer lots. And so we, we settled on, you know, and he said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. He said, just, uh, and he went on to tell me. He said, you was preaching that camp meeting down here for the Four Square folks in 1954. I had nine businesses here in California and I came down with this heart attack and a doctor said to me sell your bed because he's under too much pressure sell your bed to stay on this medication just lay around and rest you might live two more years didn't make heart transplants and all that then and so he said I uh, I sold my businesses and I just lie around you know and just just stay on the medication we read where you was down there preaching this camp meeting, and he said, my wife made a bed in the back seat of the car, and we went down there, and you preached. And you got through preaching. What I preached on was doubt, the thief of God's greater blessings. You remember what you preached on 1954? <laughs> Thursday night in the camp meeting? <laughs> I, yeah, I remember. <laughs> Don't you wish you could remember like that? I don't remember that. You know where I got that out of my spirit. Amen. Praise God. You need to train your spirit. Amen. So, he said, we got in late. We was on the back seat there in that old tabernacle, that campground there. And he said, time came, you started the healing line. My wife said, because I just said, said aren't you going to get in the healing line? He said, no, I'm not going to get in the healing line. At first, you know, she sort of felt like, well, he don't want to be healed. He said, No. Said, didn't you hear him? He just got through preaching faith. I am a believer. I've been going around saying I didn't have faith, but I do. Bless God and said, I've already got my healing. It's mine now. No, you should be going down there and laying it's mine. He said to me, Brother Hagin, my heart was completely healed. They always said I had a few symptoms for a week or two or three or four, but they all disappeared. Went back to the doctor, couldn't find a thing wrong with my heart. I mean, the doctor said, somebody up there sure likes you. No, he said, you don't like me. Praise God, I like him. <laughs> He's made the same provision for all of us. Amen. Amen. And he said, now then I own 14 businesses here in California. I'm going constantly giving my testimony. He said, I speak every week to a Lions Club, a Rotary Club, some other one of these, you know, functions. And said, I always give a testimony how I was healed, <laughs> even to them. And I'm going every Sunday to some church, denominational churches. You know, give them a testimony. Praise God, how I was healed. Yeah, he said, just one thing I asked. He said, Brother Hagin, I've got more trailers across the United States in the hands of preachers than anybody I know of. And more of them owe me money than anybody else I know of. Because the bank finances these, but I'm responsible for them. If they don't make the payments, I have to make them. 
And I've just got one right here. He showed me. I've just got a message right here. Here, here's a trailer I sold a man, a minister, a traveling evangelist. Now see, this is a tragedy. Preachers have a worse name for paying their bills than, than anybody else. Amen. If you don't believe that, you preachers, you ain't a preacher yet. You get to be when you go try to borrow money to bank and see what the banker tells you. It ought to be that way. They ought to be the best paying. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including messages that expounds this month's subject. Our offer for this month is a four-volume series on the subject of prayer by Kenneth E. Hagan. Each one of the volumes includes four CD teachings on prayer. That's 16 CDs in all. Some of the CD titles are Praying for Your Nation, Praying with the Help of the Holy Spirit, United Prayer and the Prayer of Faith, and so many more. These four sets are normally priced for $112, but for this special offer, they're now only $56. That's a 50% savings off the retail price. Don't delay. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rama.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Kindle the flames coming up very quickly, September yes. the 22nd through the 24th. Ladies, it is time for you to come on Rainbow Bible Church campus and come to Kindle the Flame. Uh, talk about the women's golfers. Hey. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his teaching on the subject of prayer entitled United Prayer from the CD series Praying with All Kinds of Prayer. That's Monday on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.